one life who gives a shit that is <laughs> the, the quote um, of the night the topic of this podcast not really it's the uh mission or the purpose or the the takeaway is what i'm trying to get at of this podcast is one life stop giving a shit about things that don't matter as I have learnt to do, and Maddie Ryan, who I've got here today, Hello. was privileged to um, be a part of the experience today. We are on retreat. I am running my first retreat, which is super cool. I've got Maddie here from Melbourne. She's my client. Hi, She's everyone. Been... Hi, Jody. Hello, Maddie. Sorry, <laughs> I don't let you say hello there. I just love to... I'm excited to be here love to uh, keep talking and not let anyone else talk, <laughs> which isn't we the know. case at all. I'm very good at listening, as my clients, I hope, know. Um, they probably, no one else probably believes that, listening to this, because I've just talked the whole time. But <laughs> anyway, we are here on retreat. Woo-hoo. It's very cool. It's something I've always wanted to do since um, starting my online business. I always had this vision of running retreats, and now I have made it happen we are in this amazing apartment with expansive ocean views which was kind of the purpose of the retreat um for me to run for maddie because environment is so important for growth and for expansion and getting out of your regular routine and putting yourself into this like unknown space and i love the ocean because it's expansive expansive and it kind of symbolizes expansion right um and what i love about maddie is she's a (laughs) go-getter she really didn't know what she was getting herself into she was just like yep i i'm gonna come gold coast i want to come and she had no idea what was like in store for her really i just told her what to bring and here we are and yeah there's no doubt in my mind now after the time we've spent together and being here, she's going to go back with lots more inspiration and new knowledge and tools yep. to take things in her life and her training to another level. This is only the beginning. And this is only the beginning and I'm so excited for you. So I thought for this episode, whilst I'm here with Maddie, Maddie Ryan, who I like, <laughs> I like to use the full name. to use the full name. Um, I thought I would make it a bit different and ask her some questions about what she's learned through our time together, hanging out with Jodie Walker for <laughs> 48 hours or so. Yep. Um, and then I thought, because I've always wanted to do, well, you know, it's kind of appropriate to do a get to know you kind of episode, but I kind of find them boring. And I think... I think, like, why the hell would you want to, like, listen to me talk about myself for half an hour or so, you know? Like, how boring. I have this limiting belief that I'm boring, um, that I'm working on. But, yeah, so I thought it would be more fun if Maddie asked me some random questions. Mm -hmm. So when she came yesterday, I was like, do you want to come on the podcast? Because I think that could be cool. And she was like, okay. And I was like, well, do you want to ask me some questions and like just come up with like anything you have been desiring to ask me, whatever is in your mind that you haven't asked me yet? Which is funny because I always think I want to know so much about Jody, and then when I'm actually put in the position to figure out the questions, I can't figure out the questions. It's so funny. Maddie is quite nervous right now. It's very cute to see. Um, she's not used to putting her life and her voice on the internet. Which, it's hard. Like, it takes mm. a lot of effort um, to 
yeah put yourself out there and it's, I've worked through so many mental blocks to do it myself because I used to be the most shy insecure person ever and now I'm putting myself on social media and making podcasts and running retreats and shit like that like it just I'm astounded by my own ability and I know that's why I'm passionate about this right like I know all of you have the capability to do it as well because I have done it and it's been really hard but I've made it happen and I don't even know how I like I know how I did because it was a lot of work but it just still surprises me to the day to this day that I've achieved what I've achieved um and I've been making my dreams and desires come true since 2015 pretty much so anyway they always say that you don't grow unless you go out of your comfort zone but it is actually completely true it is and it's something I've been very much studying recently I am Mm -hmm. obsessed with these three scientists Bruce Lipton Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden I highly recommend you look them up Um, and they talk a lot about energy quantum physics and um the subconscious mind and basically a lot of our life we're living in autopilot because most of our thoughts over 90 percent of our thoughts are subconscious and the subconscious thoughts are habitual right so we're running out of this like we're running on autopilot day by day and unless you're willing to get yourself out of your comfort zone go into the unknown that's where change happens that's the only place where change can happen because that's when your conscious mind starts working more and yeah you really have the ability to change your life but you have to be willing to get into the unknown and make yourself uncomfortable and Maddie has done that by coming mm. up here exactly. and I've never been on a plane by myself before yeah like just to that's put it in perspective to everyone listening I'm crazy 24 next month and I'm living on a plane by myself it's amazing um, I'm very proud of you almost got lost in the airport but it was fun it's, it's been, been an experience fun, right? so far and once I leave Jodie tomorrow I'm by myself for another two days which should be even more interesting yeah I'm excited for you <laughs> so excited uh, going on a bus scares me that's funny <laughs> that's what happens when you live in Melbourne because any uh, Melbourne people that listen to this know that our public transport is better than trains at least you've got trains we don't have any trains here that is true that's true if trains actually come so what i wanted to start this with is maddie ryan for everyone listening (laughs) that is curious to know what spending 48 hours with jody walker is like what have you learned by hanging out with me in the past day or so it's been interesting that's for sure. What did you learn at dinner Jody's last night? Jodie's life is really cool. Basically. Oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> I think really I have cool. a cool life. Yeah, you do have a really cool life. It's a lot more exciting than um, getting up and going straight to work in the morning. In, Look at the microphone. So I'm trying to tell Maddie <laughs> that there's a microphone here that she needs to put a voice around because we don't have separate ones. So no. we're trying to share it. Um, yeah, what did you learn last night at dinner? You can actually ask the restaurant how many grams of food is on your plate. Yes, guys. For tracking purposes. We are here. We are still tracking. We have got goals to work towards. We are not on vacation. Um, we are working on our mindset and training and all of that. So it's not a holiday. We are not taking a break from our goals. 
so we did go out for dinner last night and we tracked the meal because it's actually pretty easy to track things when you go mm-hmm. out if you know how many grams of something is on the plate and the biggest thing on the plate so I ordered a pasta and majority of it it was like a seafood pasta prawns don't have many calories which I know from counting at home the biggest thing on the plate was going to be the pasta and so I wanted to know how many grams of pasta was on my plate and the best way to get an estimate is to ask the waiter how many grams of pasta they use because these restaurants usually weigh out the portions into consistent portions and they have like they're roughly a an amount like maybe it will be a little bit extra or a little bit under but Mm. they generally stick to like they're trying to save money make things cost efficient and make things consistent right so if you order a fillet of fish usually they will be roughly the same size and so you can ask them how many grams of fish does that meal come with or how many grams of pasta do you use in this meal and yeah I didn't know that people don't know to do that I had no idea and without even hesitation at dinner last night he turned around in a snap of a second and said 120 grams yeah see they know and the worst case is they don't know and you don't look like an idiot because it's you're entitled to know what is on your plate like it's not hard and if he doesn't know that means he doesn't he's not doing his job very well because a waiter should know every single meal and detail on the menu it's like not hard they don't serve that many things. Plus, um, who cares what the waiter thinks about you anyway? And who cares? And then if they don't know, I've had this happen before, they will go ask the chef and the chef will know and the chef will tell them. They'll come back. They might think you're a bit weird for asking, but who cares? It's fine. Make them work for their money because they earn good money here in Australia. Hospitality people. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, what else have you learnt today hanging out? Training. We trained this morning. <laughs> Jody told me this morning when we woke up that I was going to lift 70 kilos off the ground today, which is 15 kilos more than my body weight. I would have thought she was absolutely kidding. Yeah, I love it. And when she told me that we were only deadlifting for the entire session at the gym today, I, I did think she was joking, but she was not. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were literally there for over an hour and we did deadlifts yeah. for the hour. Yeah, and you can do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah, I love it. It was fun. That's good. It was hard, but it I was love fun. it. Enjoying your training. Yes, exactly. That's amazing. And <laughs> so, what have you learnt through your? So, Maddie's been with me now for seven months. Yeah, this is the seventh month. What have you learnt through your time working together? <laughs> now, Jodie and I spoke about this today, which I really wanted to mention on this podcast because I think it's really important to note. Um, Jodie's just obviously mentioned that it has been seven months and that probably sounds like a really long time to some people, but it's not. And when I first built up the courage to email Jodie, I didn't think I would even be with Jodie for longer than a few months. (laughs) I thought that was, I thought in my head, like three months was a really long time, but it wasn't. And even like my family were like, oh yeah, like it's just a few months, but it's not just a few months and seven months is actually a really long time, but it goes so quickly yeah and what I've learned in seven months does not compare to anything like in any other aspect of my life like I've learned so much in seven months and I've made so much progress in seven months um both mentally and physically as well yeah um and even like building confidence um and strength overall but there is so much growing left to do we have so much 
so much it. more to learn, so much more to build on. And that's the thing, I think, like, that's what, when it gets fun and it gets cool, it's like, you realise how much progress you can make and how much you can do, and you build that strength within yourself, not just physical strength, but, like, the mental strength and confidence. And then you realise, wow, I can do so much more. Like, I've achieved this much in seven months. Imagine what else I can do. I don't want to stop. I don't want it to have a finish line, like... Let's keep going, like, because you can achieve so much more if you give yourself enough time, but then also having a plan. And, like, one of the reasons I still have a coach, I'm a coach, but I have coaches and I have for a long time because it's just the fastest way to get forward, first of all. And it, I don't know, if you find the right coach, it makes it fun. Because you're making progress along the way and then they're like inspiring you to do more than you ever thought you could possibly do yourself Mm. and yeah that's just really cool so yeah i never thought i'd be able to achieve what i have in seven months in seven months (laughs) yeah that's amazing it's crazy it really is and i think a lot of the progress like what i see commonly as well is a lot of the progress you make you're not looking for that progress and you don't realize that that is massive progress But you need to make that progress to actually get the progress that you wanted when you first started out. Like every little bit of mental progress that you make counts. All the going over your form and building that. And like Maddie was saying today, like she was looking at videos from when she started to now. And it's just like... It's a big difference. It's crazy. Like... Yeah how much more confident you are lifting and i was i thought i was confident back then in the gym and like i was luckily i think but how much i've improved in that short amount of time yeah yeah i think that's really important as well like even i was training for years thinking i knew was like knew what i was doing this was before i became a pt but i did have a boyfriend that at the time that was super into the gym super buff and all of that he taught me some things but I see this all the time as well like the boyfriends teaching the girlfriends how to lift but the boyfriends <laughs> don't know how to teach someone else how to lift so they only know how to feel the muscles themselves mm-hmm. and so they're teaching you wrong and I like was training at the gym for years making no progress because I wasn't being taught right and yeah it just and it's not always about the numbers that you're pulling no and that's the thing and that's another thing like you have to be willing to take a step backwards work on your form work on your tempo work on how you're executing the plan and once you learn all that stuff that no one kind of teaches you in the six week challenges and Mm. eight week programs once you learn all that like the results you get from understanding it and implementing that are huge but if you skip all of that, you're kind of just like doing the same thing over and over and never really getting anywhere. Yeah. Anyway. And I still remember starting off. It was very scary. And starting scary with me. thing to do. Starting in general. Yeah. Deciding to make a change in my life. It is a really scary thing to do. Yeah. It's huge. And that's the thing. It's unknown, right? Like yeah. we want safety. We want comfort. We want security. Yep. And going into the unknown, which is where you have to go if you want to change your life. And that's now look scary. At me. Yeah, and now look at you like flying to the Gold Coast by yourself <laughs> and going next stop will be when the world opens up, you'll be going somewhere else by yourself and 
it'll it won't stop for you now and i know that like yeah. i'm so happy for you you make one big change and then that's it yeah once you realize you can do one thing and you overcome one little fear you do the next and then you do the next and then before you know it your life looks completely different and it looks exactly how you wanted it to look yeah but you have to know what you want first of all which is something else we've been talking about today like actually knowing what you want is so powerful and a lot of you don't have any idea because you're not willing to actually go inside your heart and uncover what you truly want and I don't mean Chanel handbags and new fancy cars and all that shit like I mean what you truly want your life to look like what you want to be doing what you want to be known for who you want to become like yeah I thought I knew what I wanted but then once I actually had to sit back and think about it I didn't made Maddie do today Grady made me do today yes (laughs) I was like do Um, this it will change your life and Maddie did it and now she's like because that's the thing we usually we straight away we think that we want a handbag or we want a pair of shoes but what kind of life what values do we want in our lives and what kind of person do we want to be if you're what chasing kind of the handbags and the shoes like yeah, yeah it's exactly. not really gonna get you the happiness that you think you want yeah your handbag might give you temporary happiness yeah it's the short-term <laughs> gratification. For 12 hours, but <laughs> you have to stop chasing the short-term gratification like that is not going to give you a fulfilling life and a happy life Mm -hmm. it's all about that long-term gratification so anyway as part two of this podcast i thought i would let maddie ask me some questions anything she wanted to ask was i i was literally like whatever you want there's no rules we don't make rules we don't have rules we just do whatever so i am open and willing to answer whatever you have for me so maddie ryan jd walker fire away question number one number one and i don't know these questions by the way maddie was allowed to come up with these no (laughs) we're an open book and i'm i'm all for that we're just rolling with it great well, Jodie Walker. Right, that did not sound very... <laughs> Maddie is so nervous right now, guys. Like, if you could just see her. We should be recording this for YouTube, uh, but... You should make an Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, she's Number right. one. <laughs> Number one. Can you talk us through the event in your life that made you turn towards training and going to the gym? So, obviously, some people feel inclined to go to the gym um, to make Speak them... Louder. To... <laughs> Some people feel inclined to go to the gym because they want to change their appearance, but what was the reason for you? Okay, so I didn't actually get into the gym because I thought I wanted to change my body. Like, that wasn't my driving factor. I kind of, I decided when I was in university that I I just suddenly had this idea that I wanted to save the world from chronic disease. Little Jodie, that was so shy and insecure had this big dream of I was like okay I'm gonna work for the World Health Organization and move to like Switzerland Geneva (laughs) and save the world from chronic disease because I thought that's how you would do it and turns out I didn't know a second UN language I was studying Japanese which is not a UN recognized language and to work for the World Health Organization you have to know a second UN language so that kind of dashed that goal I couldn't be bothered learning another language Mm -hmm. Um, so then I finished my master's in public health and I got a regular full-time job, not in science. And 
then I didn't know what I wanted to do. I ended up moving to the Gold Coast, doing a personal training course for fun. I was always interested in like nutrition and biochemistry, especially that's what I studied um, and the health thing. But health, part of health is the exercise and the fitness, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a personal training course, just see how it goes. And then afterwards I was like, holy shit, if I want to be a personal trainer, I better get fit and like actually take this serious. I didn't enjoy it at the time. Like I missed like as many PE classes in school as I could. Mm. I hated sport. I hated exercise. What about the beach there? Oh no. (laughs) Like I don't participate in that Maddie. Like I got D's and stuff in sport. Like I did not participate. Um, I used to like skip school when it was (laughs) sport time. Anyway, um, Sorry, I was a big rebel in school, which was crazy because I was also super shy and like insecure and embarrassed by everything. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. Um, Nothing was wrong with me. I just didn't know how to become the person I am now. I had too many fears holding me back, you know. Anyway, so I did the personal training course and then I got a coach because I was like, personal training courses teach you nothing. Not in like in Australia, they you don't learn anything you have to do extra courses Mm -hmm. in order to know how to actually coach someone and change someone's body and so yeah the best way to like learn all the stuff is to get a coach yourself and so that is when I started to seriously get into fitness and that is when I had my body transformation by having my own coach that is when I learned a lot about coaching as well like changed my life having my first coach I would say so that answer the question (laughs) i feel like i went on so many tangents which i always do but i think so yeah that's how i got into fitness and i fell in love with it because i had a good coach that kind of like oh and i was super obsessed with being strong that was my goal always it wasn't about the body it was i wanted to lift 100 kilograms off the floor yeah yeah i think that's probably been my favorite thing as well just being stronger. It feels good when you actually know that you're capable of it. It's in everyday life though. Yeah. Anything that you have to do from day to day life, just feeling stronger. It's so much easier. And I noticed that like, even if you have strength in your legs, walking up the stairs is easy. When you don't have that strength, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's why I'm like, everyone should be doing some kind of strength training because it's going to benefit you for the rest of your life. It's going to improve the quality of life as you age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question two. Number two. So we all, every day, we see you posting your early photos on Instagram every morning. So I guess what gets you out of bed in the morning so early, Jodie? Oh, yeah, because on, on my stories, what I post, like, you every day? coffee stories every day every at, like, day 5 or 6 a.m. the plan for the day. <laughs> I love so it. So what motivates you I love what my life. I love the life I've created. It is exactly... I wrote down what I want my ideal day to look like and I've made it happen. And that's what I mean, knowing what you actually want Mm -hmm. and going for it and then like watching it unfold, getting it, that brings so much happiness. And that then if you're doing something you're passionate about and you truly love, waking up is easy. Getting out of bed is easy at 5 a.m. or whatever. Like I don't want to sleep at night. I wish I didn't need sleeping because there's so many things I love doing and I love every aspect of what I'm doing in my life now. Like, I don't want it to stop. Sleeping is important. Please sleep. 
I know. I have to. I struggle with sleep. I do. Dirty drills into my brain how important sleep is. Sleep is so important. Like that, the only reason I sleep is because I have strength goals. Yep. (laughs) And it interferes with those massively, but it's also very important for your health. So even if you don't have strength goals, it's very, very important for your health. Take sleep seriously. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, yeah, I do, and I hate sleeping. So most of you probably like sleeping to an extent. Mm. So, anyway, question three. Meditation, yay or nay? Meditation, I am a fan. I can't say I do it every day because I do find it hard to actually make time for it, honestly. I try and do it before I go to sleep. I listen to guided meditations and I do find it really helps me sleep. Um, But I think the purpose of meditation, like whether you do actually like actual meditation or not, just stopping and forcing yourself to be present through your daily life is so important because so many of us, including me, are wishing our lives away by wanting tomorrow or I'll be happy when I get this or I can't wait for the end of the year because then I get to go do this and I can't wait for this. Yeah. And in the meantime, not just like, being present, appreciating where you are right now, how far you've come, what you've built, what you have, like, yeah, it's just, we're wishing our lives away, and I I wish I would stop doing that, and I've really tried to make a habit of bringing myself back into the present moment, not thinking so much about the past, not thinking about the future, just being present here and now and then so So meditation doesn't really matter does it no well the past matters in terms of like looking back on how far you come Mm. i think that's powerful but you don't want to dwell on it but you definitely don't need to dwell on things and so many of us are worrying about the future or thinking too much about yesterday and not ever thinking about now and now is where the change happens you can only make change from the present moment so spending time actually in the present moment is so powerful. Yeah. And so meditation is a like tool to help you practice getting there. But I don't think you actually need to always be meditating to do that. You can force yourself every day to be more present. Like in every second of every day, you know, just keep forcing that mind to come back to the present moment and it will become more of a habit. Yeah. And you feel the same about journaling, obviously. I love journaling. (laughs) Everyone, like all my clients know I love journaling. I think, well, I know it has changed my life. And the thing with journaling though, right? Like, I think it works when you take it seriously and you do it consistently. You can't do it for 10 minutes every now and then. And the other thing is, there's so many things, but you need to give yourself space to get deep. Like you can't, give yourself 10 minutes to do it and that's it that's enough you're not going to get benefit from that you need to be able to sit there I spend like an hour a day I give myself an hour the space of an hour a day and like I don't have a lot of time but I make time for that because I notice when I don't journal my mental health starts going backwards and staying like I'm a very positive person naturally but like I do a lot of work on my head And I haven't always been that way. Like I've had lots of mental health issues that I've worked through to get to here. And so keeping my energy here where it is now, like I still need to be doing that work every single day. It's so powerful. And so giving yourself the space, 
having the right prompts as well is helpful but then at the same time having no rules i think like we all have these silly rules in our head we're looking for like how do we do this but like you know how to freaking write down what's in your head and like analyze that and just write like whatever like comes to mind don't create rules of how it's meant to be or how long you're meant to be doing it for just do it and it was funny because when we did this earlier today when Jody said just write down whatever comes to your mind I wasn't really sure how to actually write it down like do you write down full sentences do you write down dot points and she said just write down whatever so I literally did yeah and through the pages that I wrote I just have random dot points some are full sentences some are full paragraphs um some are just random words yeah it was just literally whatever came to mind and that's what you have to start with like start with just whatever don't mm-hmm. make rules just make it a like consistent thing and be willing to go deep to ask yourself hard questions and then like bring in prompts and having good prompts is powerful like I've done a lot of mindset courses and had coaches and stuff to teach me the right prompts and it's not about like visualizing and like visualization works but as long as you don't have the limiting beliefs holding you back from going for that whatever you're visualizing which so many of us do and we don't even realize it because we're living out of our subconscious mind most of the day you know like yeah so actually identifying those beliefs uncovering them and then turning them into beliefs that serve your goals and your desires that's powerful Mm. and that is what you can do when you're journaling Mm -hmm. does does that make sense (laughs) it does oh i'm always like when i talk about this stuff i don't know if i'm going on tangents or if it makes sense or not but yeah i love it journaling has changed my life Mm -hmm. i highly recommend it to everyone that i meet and yeah we did some of that today i gave you some cool prompts yep maddie did it for the first time ever well done you're doing a lot of first things exactly i love it exactly and you know what none of this would have happened if i never put myself out of my comfort zone in my in the very first place so yeah i love that so much so much and that's what's happened to me and that's why i'm like i love where i am right now because i've had coaches that have taken me out of my comfort zone and taken me to levels that i never thought possible because a good coach has like this perspective in their head of what is possible for you that you can't see for yourself and helping you get there is very rewarding i love it lucky me (laughs) (laughs) what's next maddie ryan what number are we up to I don't know. I don't. Can't. I lost count. Okay. No rules. I lost. Just ask questions. Exactly. There is no rules. Exactly. Um, do you reckon you can tell us? Do you remember the feeling, the first time you received an email for a, what could have been your first client? Yes. Oh my god. It was like a holy shit moment. It was like, wow. Oh, someone shit, actually, actually wants actually to happening. work with me. <laughs> I still get that now like honestly I am so like I just can't believe I don't know why because obviously I am confident in my ability and I know what I know and I know I know a lot but I'm still like wow someone wants to work with me like 
wow, someone wants to listen to my podcast. Like, yeah. someone wants to listen to me talk. And really? having people overseas as well. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, which is pretty. So some of my, a lot of my clients are overseas. I've got clients in the US, yep. in Germany, New Zealand, Israel. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing France. with social media now. Yeah, it's just, it's oh, crazy. It's like, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm so grateful. It's the other side of the world. It's amazing. I love it. Did I say New Zealand? I don't want to leave out any countries. <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, my clients there, they'll, they think I'm forgetting but about them. But there's no clients on the Gold Coast. None on the Gold Coast. Same. Sydney or Melbourne in Australia. How funny. There we go. Mm. What's next? Um, we obviously enjoy the freedom of being able to work whenever you want, but do you find it hard to switch off from work when you can't just get up in the morning, go to a nine-to-five job? You I leave find that it job very hard. And you don't have to worry about anything. But in your case, yeah. how do you switch off? I don't. And that is a problem. And I don't know if it's a bad problem at the moment because... Like, I don't have, I'm single, I don't have a family, I don't have responsibilities like that. So I can work 24-7 if I want to, and I love it. So I don't really have a problem doing it at the moment, but it's probably not going to be the healthiest thing. Like, obviously, not obviously, but like one day I do want to have a family and I do I have a future husband that I want, like, I'm waiting to meet. Mm-hmm. I want him to ask me out and, you know, ask me to marry him and stuff. <laughs> and when that happens, like, I won't be able to work 24-7. Yeah. And so I need to learn how to switch off a bit better. Yeah. And, yeah, my dad, like, thinking about things now, looking back on life, I always wanted to be like my dad. He had his own business and I remember family holidays to the Gold Coast, where we are now. Mm-hmm. My parents, my family, my whole family is in Melbourne still. I left them to move up to sunny, sunnier places. And yeah, we used to visit here and I remember he would always be on his phone, always be working still, even when he was on holiday. And for some reason I wanted to be like that and now I'm like that. So <laughs> it's funny, like even when I, I go away a lot and my clients are like, why are you messaging me? You're on holidays. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just in a different location working. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. Like, I love it. Like, why would I want to stop working when I love it so much? But yeah, it'll be when the other aspect of my life opens up, relationships and stuff, which it's closed at the moment. (laughs) Um, That's when we might have to make some negotiations yep and you talk about the fact that you can only focus on two aspects in your life at the same time yeah so generally they say there's like health wealth relationships right health business relationships and usually we only have the capacity to focus on two at once so you might be working on like two a priority right so you might make relationships a priority and have an amazing husband and like family life and you might have the business of your dreams but your health is like taking a turn or you're not really like prioritizing working on your body which is fine but then you might go through another phase of your life where working on your body is important and then like your relationship is important so your business takes a bit of a toll and so yeah right now for me it's health and business and relationships is like far off in the like (laughs) 
way at the bottom and then that might come up and maybe my business will take a bit of a yep. um, back seat or maybe my health will. Like, I don't ever see... I like to be able to do it all and I would like to think that I can prove that model wrong and mm-hmm. do it all. But we will see. So paint us your dream guy, Jody Walker. What does he look like? Oh. What does he do for an occupation? Oh my goodness. What is his name? I don't know the name. How am I meant to know the bloody name? Do I have to, like, okay, so the name would be something pretty standard, I think, like, not something random. Um, I don't see myself with a random name guy. What's a random name? Define? I don't know, like, Pluto or something, you know, like, um, <laughs> I love the planets, like, yeah. maybe he will be called Pluto, you know, because I'm really into the planets and stars and stuff, but... Um, yeah, so he's going to be an entrepreneur because I want someone that can I can share my life with and if they've got a nine-to-five job and they can't come on holiday with me tomorrow because I decide to take a spontaneous trip to Spain, mm-hmm. like, that's going to be a problem for me. So they need to, yeah, have their own thing. And I would love someone that is also doing something big to help the world that's who I see myself with and then like being a power couple to take over the world mm, together yes like that's probably what I'm looking for yes. my husband that's my future power couple yep. husband is that a word I don't know but we're just like bringing in all this um stuff that I just suddenly thought of but yep. power couple that's what I want to be otherwise yep, it's probably go. not worth it to me um and then what else uh they have to be like I don't really love small talk like so I want someone that is good at having deep conversations Mm -hmm. I love that like I just want to look at the stars at night and have like really deep conversations and be able to do that all the time yeah so yeah they have to be a deep person I don't know how I'm going to find this person I don't think they're going to be on hinge but Um, is he I on the Gold Coast? My, is he on the Gold Coast? I don't think so. I don't really do Gold Coast boys. I have not met a, a, a my dream, my future husband is not on the Gold Coast. So <laughs> I'm making it a bit of a problem right now because I'm on the Gold Coast. It shows how important relationships are to me. Um, they're very much a priority because I'm based here and there's no boys here. So They all have mullets around here. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's, not a, Maddie's not a fan of Gold Coast Boys yeah, either. They're a bit strange. They're very different. They are very strange. Yeah. They're not my type. So yeah. if there's a type, it's not a Gold Coast boy. Not a surfer boy. Not they're a surfer. They're all surfer boys. They're all surfer boys. Mm. And I don't do surfer boys because they care about the wind and <laughs> like the ocean currents too much. And like that's not deep enough. Uh. Oh, it could be deep, but no, not really deep uh. enough for me. So um, yeah, we'll just wait for the... So what does a guy have to do to get you on a date now? Holy Maybe shit. he could be. They've got a lot this. of work to do. He My... could be to this <laughs> if you're listening, you've got a lot of work to do. Yep. Um, I'm just so happy, like, with what I've got. Like, yep. obviously, I would love to meet the right person to share it with, but man, like, it's just all my past relationship experiences have shown me that boys hold me back, and I'm better off on my own. And I am able to do so much more when I'm on my own, mm-hmm. which is terrible because, like. I don't know, it's going to take a lot for me to open up to sharing my life with someone because I'm so happy and so good on my own and I am yeah. I can do anything by myself. Like, 
I've bought my own apartment by myself. I don't need them to buy me a house. I can got my own business. I don't need them to like mm-hmm. help support me while I build my business. I've done that already. Like, yeah. what do I need a man for? Cook me dinner, maybe you know, like. <laughs> yeah. But I'll just do that myself. You can continue eating your pre-packaged I'm gonna get food. A, well, I'm gonna get a private chef, so I don't exactly, need a man. <laughs> exactly. Why would you need that? I don't need one. Like, yeah. So they've got to be a very special person to mm. get into my heart. There you go. There you go. Well, he might. Future husband, if you're listening. If you could say anything to your future husband, what would it be? Um, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear my plans for a wedding. <laughs> oh, tell us. Uh, I just have wild plans for a wedding. Mm. It's Australia? not going to be traditional. No, I really want it to be like in Japan or somewhere like yeah, yeah. overseas. Fly all like my closest support crew Mm -hmm. overseas and have like a wild party Mm -hmm. that's a wedding but like we're not going to call it a wedding because then you get charged extra from all the companies for everything (laughs) so we're going to be smart about it celebration and like all i wanted was Mm -hmm. my like all i want still is my dad to walk me down the aisle so Mm -hmm. there has to be a really cool aisle but it's not going to be a church so i don't know traditional there we go (laughs) that's traditional (laughs) well you said you don't want traditional no so I've got the like picture in my head. I want it to be like a Chanel runway show, but like Jody's wedding. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I think we all had Jody dreams of our weddings from when we we're wedding. like six years old. Yeah, I was never interested in mm. weddings. You know what? Like me and my sister got a Polly Pocket thing for um our Christmas. It must have been because we both got one, and these were they were like these little doll yeah, I things. Those. Yeah. Um. My sister got the hairdressing one. I got the marriage one. I cried for like five hours because I was so upset. I wanted the hairdresser one because I always wanted oh to be a hairdresser when I was little. And I hated that, like the marriage one. How boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and she wouldn't swap with me. And I was like, so upset. Anyway, so that's my thoughts on marriage. Wow. I'm not jealous <laughs> that I uh, never had a sibling. <laughs> What's next? Any more questions? Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm sure everyone listening to this Would is like... probably have a thousand questions. Yeah, but Maddie's on the <clears throat> spot. She's doing amazing because she's nervous. Am I? No. Are you? Maybe yeah, not yeah. now. <laughs> um, let's have a look. She's Shall got we? a list of questions, apparently. Yeah. Or maybe she's just using it as an excuse to check her phone, but... Maybe I am. Nah. Um, so, do you think that there's any habits that you wish you could stick to? That I wish that I could you stick s- to. Is there anything that you do in your everyday life that you struggle to stick to? Maybe the meditation thing. Like, oh, at the moment, actually posting on Instagram. <laughs> I've got really bad at that. Posting on TikTok. Always been really bad at TikTok. No, I was good for a while. I went on a streak oh, where yeah. I was like twice a day for a while there and I was really happy with myself mm. and I've tried to get back on it. It's just hard to find the time and the energy to do that and I love long form content so I'm trying to just do more of what I love because that keeps my energy good for my clients who are my priority and then also for myself and it's just better content when you're doing it out of love rather than a place of like feeling like you have to. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just, I'm not really fussed, but it's, I should be 
more consistent. Like I used to be and I've let it drop just because I haven't has had as much time. But I haven't been making it a priority either. Like studying my clients mm-hmm. long form is my priority this year more so. But anyway, so I wish I could if I wanted to, I think I could make that a habit again. Mm-hmm. The meditation thing I think I suck at. Sleeping I suck at. But I think you can make anything a habit if you really want it enough. Yeah. It's just a matter of choosing to want it. Yep. 21 days. 21 days to form a habit. Yep. That's all you need. Yeah. You just got to be consistent. And if seven up. months has gone this quick, imagine how fast I know, 21 right? days could like, go. 21 days is literally nothing. I can't stress that to anyone enough. Yeah. Three weeks is nothing. Even a year is nothing. Like, so yeah. many of you are holding yourself back because you're not willing to commit to something for a year. A year goes by so Our fast. Our lockdown was already 15, 14 months ago, 15 months ago it started. Yeah, you can change so much in a year as well if you give yourself that proper time. Constantly chasing the eight-week challenges and the quick fixes but not even just fitness stuff, like anything. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time if you want to build it properly yeah. and have sustainable results. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, 12 months isn't a long time. Yeah. It goes so fast. Yeah. Exactly. What's next? Three words to your 18-year-old self. What trust, would it be? Trust yourself. That's two words. Trust yourself. Or, that was what come to my head first, um, follow your heart. Yep. Follow your heart, for mm-hmm. sure. If you actually learn to do that, rather than listening to all those made-up rules in your head mm-hmm. and the fears in your head, if you can, like, overcome those and follow your heart, life just gets so much better and so much easier. Is the 18-year-old Jodie completely different to the Jodie that it is today? Oh, the 18-year-old Jodie was tied up in, like, an eating disorder and had... I was the shyest person ever. I had no confidence. I was very insecure in my body and who I was. I didn't know who I was. I've done a lot of work to actually learn who I am, and I think that's really important as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a completely different person. Yeah. Wow. It's surprising that I'm where I am now, to be honest. Yeah. So, anything is capable... Like, you are capable of anything. Listening to this, like, whatever you think you can't achieve, you can, but you have to get out of your own way. And start today. Start today. Not tomorrow. Yeah, start now. Like, just do it. You Mm -hmm. will not regret starting. Three weeks. You will regret putting it off for another day you won't regret starting now even if you fail and you have to fail to like get anywhere you do actually yeah yeah you learn lessons from failing so it's not really failing at all it helps you move forward at the end of the day so don't be scared to fail just do it Mm -hmm. and you like by going for something and failing learning from it or learning it's not what you actually want that's moving forward as well and that's helping you get to a point of finding something that you know like is what you want that feels right that feels good of having success at something you know you have to be willing to fail first and fail a few times like my business at the start failed so many times but that's just what happens Mm -hmm. it's fine it happens to everyone and remember like you only see 
the success story like you don't see exactly. everything before because no one's watching them because no one cares so there it doesn't matter le- like there's always a lesson to learn from it while you're failing like no one's watching anyway it's great mm-hmm. so just do it yeah, exactly <laughs> and even if you think people are watching they're probably not no they're not and yes okay so maybe there are friends and those people around you that you think are your supporters and your friends and care and they'll be watching because they want to see you fail when i've had this and it's very sad but it's the truth and i'm sure a lot of people relate to this but the closest people around you are often the ones that want to see you fail because mm-hmm. they don't want to see you change and get further ahead than where they are mm-hmm. yep and it's shit and you know i've actually lost friends ever since i've changed as a person but yeah i've lost so many friends mm-hmm. on my business endeavors and my fitness endeavors yep. and it's great like your life is just freer <laughs> exactly exactly it's you don't need that toxic like that's yeah. the best way to figure out who is great to have in your life and who's not and who deserves to be in your life is to start making change happen and see who sticks around for the success yep. because unfortunately be some people just don't it. want to see the success because they don't want to put themselves through it no most people are jealous and yep. that's very but sad yeah because yeah they're not willing to go do it for themselves exactly what's next maddie ryan i don't have any more questions jody walker that's all yeah that's That's like all you want to ask me no no (laughs) most definitely not i reckon if maddie journaled on this for another day she would have so many more questions notice yeah i only gave her we barely had 24 hours i told her yesterday and we've been doing so many other things yeah exactly she hasn't really had time to focus on it but thank you for coming on thank you for having me someone convinced jody to do a um some questions on instagram to bring onto the podcast yeah okay i'll do we'll do another q a sometime um but yeah thanks for listening i don't really know how to end these things so if you want to follow more all my links are on my end, website end with another quote i don't know trust yourself that's all we've got for today yeah. um yeah my website is coachjody.com and i feel like i should say something else yeah. but we're just gonna end it because that's how we do things <laughs> i don't like hello and goodbye <sighs> as i was telling maddie today we just um can't even unlock my phone can't unlock my phone to end it That is all, folks.